Last time on We'll Save. The thriller continues. Suspense builds in the secret room where our adventurers found Captain Ramin dead. But as itchy trigger fingers twitch, unanswered questions get the better of the team when they discover that the mysterious figure opening the secret door is none other than the would-be incarcerated Trostenek. However, the confusion ends when Trostenek attacks the group, calling them meddlers. Who does Trostenek really work for? Loyalties will be revealed this time on Wilson. It's episode 21. It's all about our podcast. Now. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Our podcast can legally drink in the United States of America. Cheers. We were everyone. able to do that since eight since episode 18 for everyone listening in other Cheerio, parts of Mike. the world. Some gin chug, chug, chug. for Nick. <laughs> some, some gin, beer, some whatever your poison yeah. of choice. Whatever gin, your poison. Is that what that song's about? Gingeroga. <laughs> no. Gingeroga. Gingeroga was actually a alcohol influencer for a distillery mm. that made That's where they got the name. That's, That's why her name Before was Gingeroga. Her untimely death. I got her one more. You guys death. ready for yep. it? Yep. Gin, gin, gin is magic. That's good. You know. I like that. Never believe it's not so. I was actually going to go like, Gingeroga is something. <laughs> it, it, it fits. The syllables fit, right? It's good. For the audience, what I is, don't know if you know what this. Is that Nick is actually a professional singer. Oh, 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 it's magic. Oh, yeah. It's a, such you a good know. song. Who sings that, though? Never believe it's not so. Um, Hold on. Electric actually, Light Orchestra? Dude, no. it's ELO. Is it? No. It's I don't think it's ELO. Is it ELO? I, I oh, think, think so. It doesn't sound like them, though. It's not. Oh, maybe it Hold is. On. But it's apparently they and Pilot did it or something. Oh. I don't know who that is. Yeah, Pilot. Pilot is. It's magic. Pilot. It's magic. Thank you, Pilot. If there's an ELO for version. Quick cameo. Yeah, there down. is it. No, Strange Magic is ELO. Strange Get Magic. It. Strange Magic. Got a strange mm. magic. That's magic. Oh. Uh, that should be a podcast. Okay. Name. No, no, no. Strange, strange magic? magic? It probably Save is. Pilot. It's yeah. magic. <laughs> Top pop. We'll Sorry. just make it our next podcast. It's, it's, it's a fine. band full of wizards. Like everybody has yeah, to be a magic. We're user. just all bards. God, I, I love music from the 70s, though. Today's musical moment is brought to you by Shazam. No. Um. <laughs> It's not. Wait, the superhero Shazam? It's not. A superhero. <laughs> it's not. Is he a Shazam? Or something? What is he? I feel like. I forget. 
You forget what? If Shazam is a genie or a superhero. Superhero. Shazam okay. is, this. is yeah. Shazam is actually the god Shazam, Shazam and he gives it gives his powers to. And actually, oh. Shazam is the it is the the is an acronym of the the first letters of multiple gods. Oh, so like Z it. is what? Zeus's strength and A is Achilles' speed and. Kevin's our resident so comic book Kevin expert, so that's why. Everything way too about much information. Like it's not incredible. everything you do. I like one person lot. was like everything, and one person was like it's way too much. So, I mean, it's fine. You just know a lot, and you buy trades, and you're just all you're all I'm up just in kind that of world. A nerd. That's what nerds do. We that's that's what we do. Buy things and that's read stuff, and we do listen to things and watch things, mm. record things, love stuff, record things. Yeah, we drink and we know things. Podcast things. <laughs> you know, much. I got a question. Uh oh, what is what was your role from last week? Yeah, I want to know that too. Yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> there was nothing. It, 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 there was nothing of important about last week's ending. It was a very normal, <laughs> uneventful Rick's ending. Rick's about to die. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Here's yeah, my question. That hammer is insane. John, is, I do not... That hammer is one of my favorite weapons thus far. It looks amazing. I do not appreciate you being so cavalier with Kev's <laughs> life. Okay? Kev's life. <laughs> my life. I'm all invested in Kev's life. Rick's life, though. Here's his life. Debatable. <laughs> I want to bring yeah. something up because I want to ask. There is a question that I have for your characters. As we much lamented, I think it was episode four, maybe five, I think we were all like, oh, boo, asking questions of characters. And I was like, this is really awesome. I don't know why we're all booing. Wait, it. Did, we, did we do that? You did. You did. Yeah, how dare you? I don't believe you. That's cool. Too bad there's no record of it. I can't go back. Liar! <laughs> so I have a question for your characters. Too bad I can't go listen to it right now. Yeah. Here's your question. And I'm going to lead because I'm just going to talk about me because I am so many characters, characters that I'll just be my own character. But here's my question. What you is should one. You do it in every character. Ev oh, wow. Yeah. For like from where? Like just from the start of book one or like book one through book six now? We're already on book six? No. What are you talking No, I'm talking I mean, of all the characters we've seen so far. Don't spoil oh, okay, that's fine. But you have to do so, it every voice. Here's also. the question. What is one hope that your character has for the future? And I'll start by saying that me, my hope for all of my characters, are that we uh, are that we follow the rules. <laughs> <laughs> that we're... Uh, and, and this goes for every character, Four. and that's that we follow the rules. And uh, Shut it you good, know, sir. I think that we will. And of course, we're going to mess up a little bit. It's okay. That's why uh, email was invented, was to give flack through a computer where the files exist. Who would like to go next for the hope so, that your okay. character so, has? So Rick is sitting in a room uh, by himself in front and at like... Uh, looking straight at the camera because it's one of those moments, right? So nobody yeah, else is totally. hearing this. Close your ears, all all like yeah. probably characters. But Rick, Rick looks at the camera, and uh, one of my greatest hopes for the fu near future is that I find my family. The camera then switches. Who does it switch to next? It's Dr. gonna okay. switch oh, to Doctor. Okay, okay. Right. a professional slug appears in front of you. Professional slug. Hey. <laughs> troubled by the events of the past few days 
And uh, I, I think back and recollect to you my home planet and my colleague leaving and seeing our our goods. It, it draws me out, but also makes me concerned for like my people. Mm. Yeah, because as was discussed, I think several times, Osharus typically don't uh, go out on their own. So the fact that this drew like, you out into the world. But I'm holding holding like an artifact of my my people in my home world right what like that diorama med pack what was it the healing serum the di- the, healing, the diorama healing serum. healing serum yeah oh my god so I'm <laughs> yeah the region one drew my colleague out so yeah yeah that's what I'm thinking about yeah because your colleague also left by himself dang we're dropping curious. some bombs right now curious the camera Switches. Who does it switch to? Nico or Hears? Hears. Hears. Hears looks at the camera and says, Hey kids at home. You know, I'd really <laughs> like to uh I'd really like to get back and be redeemed for my for getting kicked out of the, the free captains, even if it was for doing what I believe in. Always do what you believe in. That's his like little PSA. Uh, this message <laughs> was brought to you by the free captains. <laughs> I'm like taking notes on all this stuff. I want to learn yeah. everything about your characters. For everyone taking notes at home, keep taking notes. Camera switches. Nico. Nico's just like, I want to take back my company and I want to kill my mom. <laughs> and I want to provide a lot of dividends to my stockholders. Kill your mom? I want to be a shareholder of Nick's company. Menendez Brothers of yeah, sorry, that's what I meant, role playing characters. Okay. Ma- matricide? Matricide. Not killing mattresses here. <laughs> no, I'm if not you want to do that, you got that a is one firm. of the most. Yeah, uh, that is probably <laughs> one of the most. I mean, these were all bold statements, and I'm glad that it turned into a little, little story time from some backstories. But killing your mom, it's heavy. Yeah, that's a hope. I hope I kill my mom. Well, she's kind of a terrible ne- person. Yeah, Nico kind of. Yeah, Nico kind of feels like his mom just tried to have him killed. Hmm. But does Nico know that? Nico assumes Nico that. Know that. That's mm. Nico's. Assumption. Nico has assumed things before. A lot. Yep. <laughs> well, we all have. <laughs> to be fair. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm excited for now. I mean, I've been excited for this podcast for months, but at this point, I'm starting to get nervous before episodes because I'm like, it's gonna happen. It's gonna be good. I get really excited because I. Just excited for the bombs. story. Just excited for all the bombs, all the good, the good story, the fun times, the crazy roles, the character deaths that are going to happen. Just stoked. <laughs> but seriously, I am actually just. Uh, I think I was talking about the um, the character yeses that will happen. The yeses that come from characters as they embrace life. So last time, we're just going to cut right to it. Last time. Can we delay some more? Why do you want to delay? I don't want to delay. No. It's like first Stop. five minutes of the podcast. Here it is. We're 10 minutes in, so you're already safe. It's fine. <laughs> so we obviously ended last time with you all confronting Trostanek and then fighting Trostanek. And we ended in the middle of this fight. He we ended. Kind of start it. Sorry, 
start it. No, we it. didn't. You did. I should have shot him sooner. Y- you all did not start it. He started it when he looked over and said, curse you meddlers. You just couldn't let it all go. Scooby-Doo moment. <laughs> For the purposes of this podcast, Rick shot first. <laughs> That's fair. Fair point. That's canon now. It's canon. Let's play. So I made a roll against. You gonna Rick. show the map? Moved over. I'm getting there. Okay. The Y'all always rush me on this at? map moment. This I has just, happened a bunch. Y'all always die. rush me. What are you looking at? It's Y'all like a, always rush me. You're always rushing me on the map. Where's the map? Where's the map? What Where's am I in your map? Oh, there it is. Here's the oh, map. map. The same map. Didn't change. Didn't psych you out. But here's the thing. Trostanek stepped over, shambled over with the encumbered condition, took some heavy steps, bleeding acid on his armor, trying to collect his strength as he lowers the hammer and walks over to Rick and goes to swing it. And I made a roll. But right as I made that roll, Kev raised his hand. What did you want to ask? Sorry, I'm just before we, lawyer, you're trying to me. delay. It's fine. It's actually you can ask more me about, like previous episode stuff. Is what's did up, you tell me, like, tell me, tell me. did you reduce his armor or whatever to the lowest dexterity because of using covered? Yes. Okay. And okay, just checking. minus That's two all. because he was flat footed, and minus ten feet because he was moving. But he okay. did move from where he was. So he can move twenty feet. Kev have cover. No. From here, no. Uh, and also from this relay, yeah. From relay from this melee. So I'm also going to say, if someone's bleeding acid, they're going to be very, very popular and in demand in the drug trade. Just saying. That's very true. (laughs) Wait, he's bleeding acid? Did I miss that? No, there was acid. He's bleeding. There's acid burning on his skin from the costed jet. There was some magic missiles. There's some tactical azimuth laser pistols. All this stuff. I think John did a wordplay there where he said he was bleeding acid and... I was. I, like, you did the wordplay. I gave you the words. You played with them. That's what I do, John. <laughs> I know. I know you do. Giddy up. I made a roll. We ended on that roll. I didn't give you the roll. This music is bumming me out. We really need some more intense music right now. All Otherwise, right, I'll fix it. I'll get it. I'll, I'll get it, India. I'll get it, India. Damn. <laughs> no, no, no. It's okay. We're we're. I'm already changing it. Well, I can't stall forever, Kev. Can't stall forever, Rick. You want to know I what can't. I rolled? No. I'm you want to know what I rolled? Ears. Okay, yeah. go for it. Just say it. I rolled a natural one. Yes! What? Uh, you think I would lie about that? Come on. Oh, my God. That's why you ended the No episode. joke. Critical, 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 critical fail. Shame. Fumble. <laughs> Happens to our dear Trostanek on his I got the cards. I'm going to just, in front of you all, so you know I'm actually doing it, I'm going to stop. Three, two, one, stop. Boom. That's my card. I'm using the official Paizo deck, critical fumble deck. We roll, uh, we, we shuffle, and then Thanks, uh, flip through them. cool thing. Thanks, Paizo. It's awesome. Thanks, Thank Paizo. You, Paizo. Thanks, Paizo. I really like your deck. You're great, Paizo. Oh, Paizo. You're oh, the Paizo. best, Paizo. Oh, wow, this Paizo. is... Uh... Okay. So good. Here is... My question, because this weapon deals both energy and bludgeoning damage, the Paizo deck is based on, you know, uh, what type of damage do you do? And I'm looking to see which one makes, because there are two, right? There's like a kinetic and there's an 
energy. I think I'm, I'm just going to roll a d6. I'm going to say one to three is kinetic, four to six is it's, energy. We're just gonna I like your the, way of thinking, John. The, the dice decide. That's a five. So that is energy. Right on the funny bone, you take half weapon damage and move one step down the dexterity poison track until healed. Ooh. Holy Ooh. cow. What did I just nice. do to myself? And you also have like a minus five to dex saves, right? Uh, yeah, but I don't make a dex save, but uh, I need to look up to see what the dexterity poison track does. But I also need to give myself half damage, which I'm not going to lie. This is uh, this is no bueno. This is what a lot of people Because <laughs> his damage is like no 4d6 bueno. or something stupid. Okay, that is four points of damage to myself. Oh, that's it? Okay. So as he swings, he must have just <laughs> stepped, tripped, it swings, it hits his leg. Rick, you hear this crunch as his leg just seems to almost collapse underneath him, and he struggles to right himself. And while I look up the Dexterity Poison track on page 415 of the Starfinder Core rulebook, we're going to move. In, in round three, we're going to move to Hears. What are you doing, Hears? Excuse me? Where'd Rick go? Rick, we were oh, in round three. Yeah, you were at the you're top right. of the I round, bro. I thought you were bro. saying we started a new round. No, I'm, we didn't start I, a new round. What are you I talking about? You. It's okay. Here's, it's, it's okay. Here's, what are you doing? I'm just so excited to go again. Um, here's um, is going to like telepathically tell everyone, because I think I could do this and attack. Um, okay. Hey, it's here's. Uh, hey. Because <laughs> I, I don't think they know I can telepathically do things yet. So I'm a oh. telepath, by the way. You've done it. You've done it. You a know, few Sharon. Times, oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like you've done it. Hey, right, it's like, let's not. It's not uh, tossing uh, here's again. Uh, let's not like, kill him. Okay. Oh. All right. Okay. Hey, doctor. Okay. Hi. Yeah, yeah. Let's not kill him. Let's keep him alive. Okay. <laughs> All right. And then he's going Is it to. Uh, communication. Like, we, like Actually, our thoughts. I don't know. We and is this a cantrip or like what is this? It's just like a, a racial feat like, that I have. I am I'm sure. Let's 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 read into it. As you are rules sure. like, While we are looking into it, what are you gonna do on your turn? Uh here's just gonna fire a magic missile again, which won't be a problem with these crates because they're basically homing beacons. Yeah, they're homing, homing beacons. Homing miss missile beacons. And he shall do that. And given oh, wow. the fact that it that was a racial feat, he could take a full action to do this magic missile. Um, since telepathy was not like uh, an action, I guess. Okay, fine. Actually, out. I don't know. Uh, full action. So that's uh, 3d4 plus 3. 3d4 plus 3. Wow. Which is 10 points of damage. Are you trying to do non lethal or lethal damage? Non lethal damage. Can you do non lethal damage with a spell? Um, That's a really good question. I believe so, but I think you have to take a hit to. Yeah, I think you. But the thing is that you don't roll for. Uh, for yeah, magic missile. Dang. Hold on, I'm looking oh, at I have to roll to attack for magic missile. No, no, I don't think so you, you do. That's the whole hit point. Magic missile. There might be something in here. So how does that go with non-lethal? Hmm. I don't see anything about telepathy that says you can't do it. I don't really know where it plays into. So you can kind of just communicate with people telep through telepathy. Yeah, it's fun stuff. Anyways, what are we looking up again? Uh, We're trying to figure out if um if magic missile can do non-lethal damage. Uh, it just says it reduces you to zero or fewer. You're reduced right. to exactly zero health points and fall unconscious, but you're stable instead of dying. Okay. So somehow yeah. we can just choose that, which is kind of okay. interesting. So you were trying to do non-lethal damage. I'm going to say this. Rick, in front of you, the hammer swings. 
he stumbles. It hits his leg. You hear the sickening crack. And at that moment, these missiles hit Trostenek in the back. And Trostenek falls to nice. his knees. Oh, yeah. And he. That's and what he, I'm talking about. And he is almost unconscious oh, okay. because as he falls, he kind of. Struggles, coughs up some blood, blinks, clutches his wounds at the acid. You can't stop us. This means nothing. The rest of us will be here any second. Oh, shit. The starfishers will make sure you starfishers, write that down. Drift. Writing it down. And then as Trostenek falls and slumps forward, his hands catch and he's on all fours. And Rick, like an octopus, Trostenek's skin begins to quickly cycle through several colors, green, black, purple, before landing on, on pink. Each hand begins to kind of suck back into the arm and each foot you see kind of sucks back into his leg and what pink skin you can see underneath the armor seems to become bumpy and scaly and their head shrinks into their neck as their upper body seems to hunch forward even more almost like a dog as three more appendages you see burst from their chest each with some membranes that are kind of hanging off and the seams of their clothes at their knees and their elbows rip and an eye appears in the middle of each of their appendage and whatever was their face seems to have uh there are no eyes but the eyes are on the appendages the world and the eyes are blinking, closing quickly. The wounds are still there. You see the acid marks. And they look like this. In the it's bottom sick. corner, I'm showing you what they look like. Oh, my God. Ooh. You. It's, it's like so ugly. Brainy-looking octopus. So you all are not there. And as this happens, this creature falls Unconscious, as you know, here's this kind of look like a starfish, yeah. Unconscious, you all are out of combat and out of the initiative order. I'm going to move this creature over to in front of Rick. What do you want? Oh my god, I think it's gross. So Nico's going to walk over to Rick and say, You're right there. I am fine. Thank you. What what does Nico do when Nico sees this creature? Nico's just going to say, Hello, ugly. Do we have any idea what this thing is? Uh, here's rolls life science. Doctor, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll do a life science check and I'll do a life science check uh, as well. Just ten. Ten. I can. Despite my great modifier. And I'll use actually um, my polymath ability. So I'll okay. Your, your what ability? Yeah. Once per day, had, I can tell us about polymath. Automatically succeed. And an attempt of intelligence-based skill check. Okay. Um, Actually, yeah, that was for what's your roll? But I rolled an eighteen. Yeah. Okay. Plus plus uh, eleven. Wow. Okay. Great. Excellent. 
Dr. OK, looking at this strange creature, again, eyes are, I'm going to show it here, shift Z it. No eyes where its head is. The eyes are on the appendages. There are seven of them. There's sort of a mouthy maw underneath. This creature is covered. Looks like it's like hairy, but like also wet. It's certainly yeah, it's weird. <laughs> limey enough to have been that thing crawling through the vents. I, think. Yeah. I mean, you probably took a sample of it when we from the from the what? Yeah, can I like sample him? Can I like? <laughs> I'll tell you I what mean, you like, know just, from your Dr. life okay check. I, scooped up I haven't even said anything about what you know, and you're like, let's yeah. just sample it. Let's just biopsy <laughs> it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cut it in half. This creature is currently unconscious, but stable. As a reminder. Okay. I can also use my custom micro lab to... Uh... Let me tell you what you know first. Let me tell you what you know first. So, you know this creature, Dr. Okay. To be an Astrozoan, they are, and Google it, please. That was a joke. Oh, I'm, ty- I'm just typing a note. That's all. Uh huh. Sure. Mm-hmm. I swear. I swear. I, it's fine. It's fine. They're kind of like a human-sized starfish. They're new to the packed worlds. New in the sense that there's no record of them entering really any sort of established or formal method into the packed world's government like or as a civilization. Yeah, they don't even have records of their beginnings, oh, possibly sometime during the gap. There's, they don't really have any sort of way of culture. They just woke up. They're always day. trying to strive to find their place in the galaxy. But they don't really – the reason that you aren't quite sure how many of them exist and they seem very rare, and it kind of pings your mind. You're like, I feel like I might have heard of them once or twice because they know that they are so off-putting that they shape change because they don't want to – be uh, seen as an outcast or an, or an outsider. And so they can become they, almost anything. Lushunta, Rathani, human. They should um, be more confident in themselves. I almost yeah. would have sympathy for them then if they didn't try to murder us. But the interesting thing, that's yeah. true. The interesting thing is that, yes, whatever is on their skin, this viscous fluid, you do recall, is similar to the fluid that was found in Algiata's rent in her room. And what's more... You do recall that these things can compress to be pretty small, so it makes sense that this creature could make its way through the vents. Can I pick what up you guys that want to do? hammer? <laughs> For sure. So this creature is unconscious in front of you. They, you guys like, want to search the room? Yeah. I want to pick up the hammer. Can we search You're grabbing the hammer? Body? Yeah, let's start with his body, and then we'll go to the room. You reach down into this wet, gooey body. There is a Defrex hide armor. Defrex hide. This there's a tactical semi-auto pistol with uh, that they threw on the ground at the beginning, so it has 17 rounds. There's a key card that you presume Must doesn't be. look like your key card to your room. Yeah. It's probably to the smuggler compartment. And then this hammer is a diamagnetic storm hammer. Pretty freaking awesome weapon and it doesn't it has, weigh 300 pounds what if it doesn't weigh 300 pounds um i think it probably has six 14 or 16 charges i think it had three attacks with it three swings so it has what you say it was again diamagnetic storm hammer it's a sweet sweet weapon what was the armor defrex hide and are you all looking around in the room, like look like going yeah. through the containers, or are you just 
looking Let's around because you looked around a bit before. Let's search the whole thing, see what we got. Okay, okay. And are you searching the captain? Or are you just gonna leave the captain for now? What are you doing? Search the captain. You want to search the captain? Okay. I'm gonna read this off quick because I don't want to. I want to get back to the story, but this is you find a lot of stuff. Looking through all the crates takes you maybe ten minutes, and looking through the captain, maybe closer to twenty. And you find an auto-target rifle with 30 long-arm rounds. You find a flash dazzler. You find a suit of Kasatha Microcord 1. You find a Jump Jets armor upgrade. It's pretty sweet. You find a grappler with 50 feet of adamantine alloy cable line. You find a laser drill. You find three batteries. These are the batteries that you would use for any powered weapons. And you also find a grenade scrambler. Grenade, grenade scrambler? Mm-hmm. Man, that was so much. I gotta, like, go. I don't have I'll, enough. I'll, uh, we'll, we'll deal with it kind of <sighs> after the app. It's fine. We'll, we'll rules lawyer go through me, though, it. I want to find it on the page and, like, read it, everything about it. Well, yeah. just Let's do it in a bit. That's how, that's, that's some all good. of these things are pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, look, there are also a bunch of boxes have like clothes, Kasathan clothing, uh, other clothing from, you know, uh, Castrovel seems like Versys. Didn't so, we search the room last time? Any, yeah, but you didn't search in the boxes. business or professional slug clothing for the No, there's no town. professional slug clothing. Last time you all, when you first came in, you did search the room, but you didn't search in the boxes. This is going through your the boxes. So this is taking time. And you all didn't want to take that time last time. So uh, some of the clothing is damaged. There's some blood stains even on some of it. And then there are some cheap souvenirs probably from, you know, Absalom Station and from uh, Leavara and Brethida. There's like, or uh, Brethida. There's, there's, you know, little like trinkets and uh, kitsch things. And you all give me a perception check. Oh, man. Drop my heat. I'm back. Natural 20, 25 for perception. Eight for here. 19. Eight. 19. Plus six. That's a 20 for me. Okay. Nico and Kev, Rick, you find buried at the bottom of one of these crates, there's an old cred stick. Quick look. It's 5,000 credits. Ooh. Ooh, I got some nice. Wait, who who found this? Both Nico and Rick, you both notice this at the same time. So you all have have an unconscious Astrozoan that was a Vesk that is now also an Astrozoan. And all this stuff, we can go over it later. What what do you guys want to do? What let's I mean I want to put it on. <laughs> we can do that later. I know. Uh so what happens? Nico's going to sheathe the sword and put away his blaster, and he's going to walk back over to the room with the ladder in it. Okay. Yeah. What's up here? Uh, what do you say? Try to what, what do you guys say? To each other? Maybe or, yeah, we should or see where that? this access is in the ship. We should be careful for traps or as a smuggler tomfoolery. Mm. Mm. Dr. Okay. Do you have any idea how we can contain this creature? It is a shapeshifter, after all. Would I be able to do some sort of knowledge 
like could I could uh, I reliably uh, know that from a life science? Uh, I'd say if you wanted to do a knowledge engineering check, you could try and think of something to make. I can think of just like shoving it in a crate. <laughs> if you wanted to do that, you could do knowledge or engineering. Yeah. Uh, twenty six. 26. Yeah, knowing that their compression ability, it would make sense that they need to be in a place where there are little to no holes that they can get through. I mean, they can't squeeze through a pinhole. Do they but require oxygen to live? Do they require oxygen like, to we live? Just put them in an airtight container. You, uh, you can put them in an airtight container if you want. It's. I will say that, yes, I think they do require oxygen to live. Unless so somebody who is listening knows yeah. otherwise. You don't know. Uh, then if that's the case, if we can't move it, maybe we should ask it questions now before going up the ladder. I mean, y- you can move it. You you could put it in a container. You could kill it. You could do whatever you want. Yeah, but it could escape through holes. And But but I'll say this. The vent that it went through, that it compressed, was like what, what was not very big at all. Let me look. Like a giant kimchi container. Could we just like put them in one of those? You could. the 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 vent was like a foot wide, and that. you know, six, a foot by six inches, foot by half a foot. So, anything smaller than that likely wouldn't be able to get through. It can't compress itself that small, but it can okay. compress itself pretty small. Sweet. Just don't put it in one with a big vent. <laughs> um. Okay. Is there anything in the room we can check out? It looks like there's some like small containers in that pillar. Yeah next to Nico. Yeah, what I told you that you found is indicative of all the stuff that's in the room. You found everything that's in the room. Because Rick saw everything with his robotic eyes. I, I thought he wasn't let's, a robot, though. Let's place this man Shut in up. this container. <laughs> Hilarious. Is he dead? Yes. No, no he's, he's currently unconscious and stable. We want to interview him, so, yeah. Let's shove him in something. Do you want to try and like talk him to him while he's in here? or? I mean, I'm... Okay, so yeah, I'm super down to talk to him, and then we can go up the ladder. I don't think it'll take that long. What do you guys say? All right, here's the Someone, Someone needs to tell me not Hold to come me. over, because I don't what know do this. All right, here's I mean, tele- telepathically tells Nico, <laughs> hey, let's talk to the to the squid, the starfish first, before we go. And I have my bucket. Nico, a little alarmed, is like, Oh yeah, that's right. He can talk in his head. <laughs> yeah, we, then, we yeah we went through this. Right, so here's a kind of like takes out the sword and kind of taps him awake. Just uh, will still have his gun out and pointed at him, and and he's got the got the hammer in his pocket now. Doctor Okay has his uh, syringe stick. I call my tactical dueling sword. Yeah, and you're Swing putting stick. it in which crate? This crate right here. No, we're, I thought we were going to question him first before we oh, stick him in a crate. As much, like we'll we'll put him in a crate that we think we can seal him in. Yeah, but what if um, something we'll happens? Just, like, we'll just like leave the lid off for now. Okay. Nico Nico's gonna look oh, at I everybody see. else here. He's like, "Hey guys, I got this. Let me take the lead on this. Oh, Go God. sweet talking, fly boy." So you put him in a crate and you wake him up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Weapons drawn. Okay. Mine mine is concealed. Okay. My weapon. Concealed weapon. Has a concealed property. The eyes slowly blink open, and the mouth, and it kind of starts to talk 
It sees all of you with its seven eyes. It starts to talk in Trostinex's voice, but also like the voice frequently kind of changes pitch or intonation. It's still stable, but still hurt. So Nico's going to look at this thing as he's waking up. He's going to be like, oh, you're awake. Good afternoon. You don't look so good. You, you can never still look for stood worse. a chance, you know. You never stood a chance. You don't look so good for someone who's saying you don't, you don't have a chance. And you know what? The fact of the matter is, you might still look a good deal worse. However, me and my friends here are willing to play ball a little bit, and we're willing to have a nice conversation. If you're not willing to engage in such, we'll just end your existence. Do I make myself clear? We will take everything you hold precious and leave you with nothing. Who's we? Roll. Who's we? And he's going to roll a diplomacy check here. What are you doing with your di- diplomacy yeah, check? How are you using? Diplomacy? Or intimidation. Pick, pick your thing here. Well, you pick. Slash. Do you just want to ask? I'm just asking. You, you can just up, ask yeah. who's we. Okay. Because I kind of intimidated him with, uh, we'll just end your existence. True. That was his response, though, and then yeah. you asked that. All so, right. when you, when you say "Who's we?" he goes, "Me, Crope, and there's someone else aboard, and someone else is coming." Who else is coming? Pray tell us. And by the way, just so you know what's on the line here, we happen to have a doctor in this room right here. This doctor knows how to heal people. He can make you better. Or he can make you dead. Your call. And he looks over at Dr. OK and nods. Lou. The starfishers. They're coming. They're almost here. Who are this? Who are these starfishers, and what's your allegiance to them? Allegiance? <laughs> I am a starfisher. And why are you a starfisher? What dirt do they have on you to make you want to die for them? Nothing's worse than death, buddy. That's the, that's the whole thing. <laughs> we're pirates, and we're going to take your ship well and at that moment you all hear (sighs) seems to come from a deck above you a small explosion maybe towards the dining hall area there's a brief flicker in the lights and then the lights come back to their emergency status and you just hear this (laughs) this faint laughing from Cub. Nico's gonna look at the rest of the group, and he's just gonna—he's gonna say his opinion here. He's like, "All right, he's no use to us alive. Let's go ahead and let's kill him." Rick, wait, what do you wait, do? wait, wait, wait. Because I, I think Rick was about to just shoot. So here's is like, no, Rick was gonna. He Rick shoves his. I guess he does it right after Nico says that. But Rick yeah. shoves his um his artillery laser with this big, you know, massive weapon, uh-huh. um, and kind of squeezes it into the middle of this uh, creature. And says, who else on board have you been impersonating? Drostenek. Oh, that's it. Oh, 
What about your friends? And I'll roll an intimidation. Okay. And here's... What were you about to say? On the yeah, here's wants to know, like, who are the others? Who are your friends? Which ones? Who's uh, Which ones are you impersonating? Are they impersonating? So I got uh, an intimidate plus three, so I got a 22 for intimidation, and I I'll roll the, the, the rifle further into his... Okay, you got a 23? 22. 22. Okay. Um, with the 22... I got he, plus two for him because I assisted. Okay. What do you do to assist? Looking menacing with my hand kind of brushing against the butt of my blaster. Okay. Um, that was more than enough to get it. He or they kind of... <coughs> that was me actually coughing. <coughs> From that... <laughs> Captain... Ram... And algae. Stop. Stop. Why should we leave you alive? So I can take everything from you. Rick is going to kind of glance at the others because he's never comfortable with just killing. But like that's that's just a threat we can't deal with. Yeah, Nico's just gonna go ahead and he's just gonna nod toward Rick. And then he'll glance over at Dr. Okay, like, unless you have a more painful method of him to be taking everything away from him as he so threatens us with. So that's a pretty we, big statement. Are we just gonna say you're asking me to the, kill this person? You want to torture him? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you're saying you want to torture him. By the way, you guys did do this to the goblin. You did ask a couple questions of the space goblin, and then you're like, poof, you just shot. And that was... Yeah, you know. yeah Nico shot, right? I think I think Nico just poof, shot. Yep. Yeah. Mm. I don't mean a big thing in the sense that it's bad. I'm just saying, like, let's just all note here, like, Nico's moving down a path of, like, retribution. Darkness. He yeah. Anger. Which I is not bad. Know. It just is. One more thing. Yeah. Do you know why Lozu was acting so weird? Was that you? Was that you guys? Uh, I'll roll uh, to assist for an intimidation on that one. I'll do that okay. one. Okay. I got it. I didn't. I, I, I succeeded. Okay. This is what I picture. Here's you lean over because this is, I think, the first time that you've not the first time that you've you asked a question, but you ask it and the eyes turn and look at you. And then, Rick, you don't do anything. And the Astrozoan cub is quiet and then Nico just just grabs it and just like pushes the uh, artillery laser into uh, into the astrozoan Lozu is weak she is nothing but she was close to being onto us she would have died Nico's gonna look over at everybody. I've heard enough. If you guys aren't gonna kill him, I am. Oh, I'd love to kill him. You got the last one. Rick Rick is gonna kinda just like back. I'm gonna ask him about the the items on the ship. So Rick's Rick what starts drawing his rifle back at, okay. and then as soon as Dr. OK speaks up, he pushes the rifle back down. Oh, wait, I do have one more question. Damn it. Go okay. Go ahead. Dr. Okay. Yeah, what Dr. question OK do you have? Is going to... What do you say, Dr. OK? Um so his he has eyes, right? Like he could see us. 
He has seven eyes on his appendages. On his appendages. So I'm going to take yeah. one of his appendages in my sort of like grasp, you know, sort of softly and hold, on hold a <laughs> syringe up <laughs> to <Nicole> his eyeball. <laughs> okay. With sort of a, an intimidating sort of sneer looking down at him. And I'm going to ask him, what can you tell me about the supplies on this ship? You're, where did you get these? We, we didn't get anything. We want the supplies. We will take them all. Do you want the relic? We want everything, including the relic. Do you know where the relic is? I think cargo hold. Nico's going to follow up. Why this ship in particular? You could have hit any number of ships. We hit all the ships. We want all of them. All right. This guy's just non-discriminative. He's crossed us. He's threatened us again. Let's show him and his pirate allies just what we think of this type of piracy. I am not comfortable with capital punishment without proper processing. What process do you want? He was going to process our bodies and I, use them to kill everybody else. I tend to agree, but uh, we could just space them, too. <laughs> Let him suck vacuum? I don't know if what's more messed up. Can Here's you breathe? Kind of... Go, go ahead. Are you able to survive in the vacuum of space? I could do that. I could identify that from a life science check, can I? I thought that we said that she did it needed air. Is that right? Yeah, it does need air. So um, that's a no. Here's just kind of like twirls around his saber and is like, hmm. <laughs> and then like really wants to stab him. So he kind of yeah, looks so at Rick, like Rick Nico. Like, he's going to just pull the rifle back and yep. put one Me, hand up like, I'm out of this. I and, don't and kill unarmed, restrained people. Well, it looks N- like Nico's you're not going to be the one to kill him then. Despite their murderousness. Nico's going to look over at here and he's going to be like, what'd you say, Nico? Take your time. Here's just takes the edge of the blade and just starts shoving it into its head slowly. <laughs> bit by and bit, it flops inch by inch, and it dies. And you have a dead Kasatham and a dead Astrozoan in this room. I wanted to also. Um, Attune my custom micro lab to his um, biology. How long does that take? Ten minutes. Okay, so you guys sit for ten minutes. You guys, can we do a short rest in that time, or no? Ten, ten minutes is how long? long What's well, it's, it's not a short rest per se. It's a ten minute rest to regain stamina points. Okay, do I, I can need use those. Expend a resolve Let's point. Yeah, you need to spend a resolve point. My question: Don't forget oh. that's what you did after the Jinchiroga fight. So I kind of wanted to okay. do some of this while he was alive, but. But yeah. Uh, how many stamina minutes. points did we get? All the back. Now. I mean, you could have in, in time. That we were just like, what are you trying to do? Because uh, we said you, you went to sample it before we started even talking to it. You can, if you all take ten minutes to regain stamina points, you can. You put, can uh, uh, deliver their blood into your things. using ranged ejection weapons without making an attack roll with attunement, according to the rulebook. So that would mean that you could make an attack against another Astrozoan yeah. without 
But you would need to know that it's an Astro Zone. Yeah. And sorry, okay. how much I, I being the rules lawyer, I also have a terrible memory. So I can't <laughs> what's memory the rule of a goldfish. Regaining um You can regain you spend ten minutes, you re, you regain all of your stamina points all at of the it? cost of one resolve uh, point. Resolve point. Oh man, and and I don't resolve points don't really get you when do resolve points get we don't use them right now, but later on, some feats and actions require them. Yeah. Or if you go down, you spend a resolve point to either stabilize or... But you have to have at least half your... You have to have at least half, or else you go down, and then you go down. And but you all it's find a minimum Mitchell of Roga. one. All right. I'm right? You have, taking 10. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to use a resolve point and refill my stamina. Okay. Because I feel like we're going to fight more, so... Yeah, I mean, you guys fought Jinchiroga, then you did a 10-minute rest. Then now you fought... Cub, Trostanek, 10 minute rest. So I don't know what Cossack your resolve points are at. Is that his name? Just Cub? It said Cub no, earlier. I think he's... They said they. They said Cub earlier when they when you asked who's here. Oh, I thought you were saying that it is a Cub, like it's a baby. I was like, oh, That's crap, weird. these things are going to be bigger. That's weird. Why is that weird? It's weird. I'm just kidding. Uh, so 10 minutes, and you all are back. Stamina Me- points. Nico's going to say to everybody else, and he's just going to say, all right, we know they're aboard now. We know what they want. I say our next move is to get to the cargo bay, get to the relic, and set up a defensive position, and we be, we'll be able to mow them down. I've seen pirates and thieves like this when I used to do some gun running for some unsavory clients that were buying weapons from us. You guard the horde, and you shoot them when they come in. I quite agree. They will be there. I know myself, so... Let's didn't, go. Didn't we hear something happening above us? I thought. Yeah, Rick. Rick's so, already on his way to that secret room. Thing so you found. all heard an explosion, a small explosion, above you towards what's probably the dining hall area. And um, Cub was talking about. Uh, I would make you do a wisdom check, but I was going to say Cub was like, "They will be here soon." Yeah. So and then let's, you heard Rick, it, an, let's, like, an explosion. Let's up the arms. And like secure the ship and everyone who's not an Astrozoan, right? Mm-hmm. Like shapeshifter. You okay? So where do you want to go? Eager's gonna you, follow Rick over here, okay. thinking that it's gonna be a secret what passageway like, up to the relic. I mean, it just happened, right? This literally just happened. Like it's it's been a few minutes, and or it's been at least a couple minutes. It's been few, ten minutes. So oh, yeah, probably with you guys talking, rest. with you all looking through weapons. Well, the explosion happened. You guys were talking. It's been at least, I would say, 20 to 30 minutes. So you all want to... So you guys want to... Uh, you heard that explosion mm-hmm. from upstairs. You talked to this Astrozoan, killed the Astrozoan, took 10 minutes, and then of rest and then sorted through everything. So we're looking at like 30 minutes, 45 minutes after. Like prepping for war. Prepping for war. You got your war paint on underneath your eyeballs. It's like that scene from Mr. and Mrs. Smith where they go into that like family, like um, the mall. family home. Yeah, the yep. family home oh, place. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. getting like the knives and everything. It's setting up like <laughs> yeah. roots of ambush. I got you. Uh, so where do you want to go? What do you want to do? So we're going to go into that um, weird column thing that we found. Okay. And the secret Rick, access tunnel? Lead the way. Okay. Yeah. 
I got a question. Is everyone going there? Yes. Yes. Okay. Question. Can Dr. OK climb ladders? I think so, because we've been doing this whole time. But I literally just, I I just thought about it for the first time. And I was like, I guess slugs can climb ladders. It's fine. Is that a thing? Like some characters can't climb ladders? I don't know. I would say I feel like it could be. I mean, they, everybody has a climb speed, right? Yeah. Well, you have like, a so somebody just a move speed. speed. Yeah, your move speed might just be lower. But I'm gonna say that you can, which is fine. Okay. I definitely feel like this is a good moment where it's like you guys are just going in. We locked the door. We oh took the God. access card. We we like scrounge up everything. Okay. There was a, the door's there was, locked. Yeah. Rick's the leading. Thing is not helping. I don't like it. You Turn all start walking up the ladder, right? Yeah. Rick at first. Gun drawn. He's so you're going slow. You're just. Choo, choo, choo. Yeah, okay. Nico's got a pistol I mean, like, drawn as well. And so you're just awkwardly climbing, pistol in yeah. one hand, hand in the yeah. other. Okay. Maybe Actually, it's a two-handed weapon. I can't climb on two-handed weapons, right? So then, yeah, I don't think so. So I'll pull out my pistol. Okay. So, Rick, Nico, pistol. Here's Doctor. Okay, you aren't. I have my concealed syringe available. As you look up, I'm going to say that maybe one of you, there's like a soft illumination from maybe one of the lights on your weapons. Maybe there's a little tiny flashlight that you have on your weapons. Not enough for anything significant, but just maybe because you could see. Because as you come in, this is clearly a dark shaft. There's no light. But that little light beam goes pretty far. You can tell it goes up probably to the other side of the ship right the, the the top of the ship is the roof there and as you come up you're coming up the ladder you first come up what appears to be two doors one on the right one on the left kind of off diagonally in front of you and as you shine your light up above you don't see a door but maybe if you look see it seems like the top could be something that that moves sort of a hatch or something okay what do you guys want to do where do you want to go what are you thinking you're standing on a ladder with an explosion in the dark all the way to the top of this ladder and, and you come up to like a hatch you go all the way up to the top that's what I'm asking. So you're saying at the end of the ladder, there's a hatch and there's nothing in between. It's just a long pathway with the ladder. No, I said as you're coming up, about halfway, there are two doors. Okay. On probably like 45 degrees off axis from the ladder, and then at the top, you shine your light up, or if you go up there, that's fine. Either one. Uh, you kind of look around. Seems to be some sort of a hatch. Uh, so we're, I guess we'll come up to the that first set of pathways, and I want to roll perception down both of those. Yeah, oh, it's not a passageway. It's a door. There are two doors, just shut doors, off axis, 45 degrees, shut hatch or something at the top. There's no light coming through. Okay, so then uh, at the first door, can I... There's no... Can I roll perception to, to see what's on the other side of the door, like to listen through it? You would probably only be listening. There's no crack. You can't see anything through it. Okay, so yeah, Rick will Rick will kind of put his hand against it, and uh, I rolled a twenty-four for perception. Twenty-four for perception. Uh, which door? I don't know. Pick one. You pick of one. the two forty-fives. <laughs> Left or right? Uh, go right. Okay. You don't hear anything. 
You want to roll perception on the other one then? Yeah. Go ahead. 15 plus 5 is 20. 20. Okay. Um, let me think. So I'm going to go through the right door. <laughs> you think for a second you might have heard a voice? Maybe more than one voice? Not quite sure. Nico will go in behind him and he'll just have one blaster raised. Uh, also, he's going to do it with stealth too. So you want me to roll stealth? Are you for? Are you all are you going doing? through a door, or I'm are you going right up? Behind, I'm going. I'm going right behind Rick, up the ladder. Yeah. yeah currently, all of you are on the ladder. Yeah, Rick? I'm going yes. in right behind Rick. So off it's the Rick. ladder into the door. So you're in <laughs> this access way. Rick, Nico, what? Here's Doctor. Okay. I guess we're okay. breaching. Are we? Are we using the? Uh... Are you guys going through a door? Are you going to the top? Are you going through the left door, go right in door? And, like, so get you with the, the flash dazzler. Are you going back down? Yeah. You going to go back the, the normal I, way? No. So Rick's going to go through out of the two doors. One of them he hears voices. The other one he doesn't. He's going to go through the door that he doesn't hear anything. Okay. And he's going to try to. He doesn't have very good stealth, but he's going to try to stealthily open that door. I will. <laughs> follow behind. <laughs> it's just going to open anyway. Is it an electric door? Is it? Uh, is it an electric door? Uh, it is a door that has a like automated oh, component. Okay. Yeah. Okay, fine. Whatever. I rolled a twelve for stealth. Anyways. You it rolled a stealth. A twelve for stealth. A stealth for twelve. All right. The door. To the non-voice door. The non-voice door. The door to the right. I can imagine this is a little climactic in the sense that you've uncovered a dead captain a passenger who is not who he said he was a secret compartment a secret access to the secret compartment (laughs) and although maybe you didn't talk to everyone there's a lot going on here and a lot of secrets and a lot of clues and you're about to open the door, one of the doors out of the secret access department. So you push the numpad. Slides open. Okay, I'm not the only one that hears the heartbeat noise, right? Okay, I thought I was losing my mind. I'm just, it's, <laughs> it's making me nervous. That's game. No! <laughs> Dang it, Why Kevin, look what this? you did. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Kev, I Kev can't even, trying. like, be on. <sighs> I hate you, John. Hey, everyone. Uh, it's Kevin. I play the Android Rick 19. And I just want to take this opportunity to discuss a very important topic to me about how Rick 19 is not a murder bot. I mean, let's just analyze the situation, right? Like, we caught that goblin. They were they were on the ground, and they they had surrendered, and they were even giving us information. And Nico says, "Oh, it's just a liability," and shoots him. And then today, we caught that Astrozoan. We put him in a crate, which is is the only reasonable way to to contain a shape-shifting compressible being and Rick wanted to take him to the authorities but Nico and Hears decided to play rock paper scissors 
to decide who gets to kill it. And then Hears is the one to stab it through the head or face or I don't know. However Astrozoan biology works. I don't know. Anyways, Rick has never killed anybody except out of necessity and self-defense. Except for that Vesk on the roof. Like, but but that's a different situation, right? There was that flashback and the visions, and it was an accident. It's not like Rick intentionally killed that Vesk. He wanted to take them into the Android abolitionist front. So I'm I'm sure we'll learn more about that later because Rick wants to learn, you know, what happened there too. So join us along. Um, please let us know on on Twitter, Instagram, what you think. Um, if you think Rick is not a murder bot, please tell us. And if you disagree with that statement, then keep it to yourself. But otherwise, we just want to say thank you to Paizo and Hero Lab, Roll20, Sirenscape. And especially, we just want to thank you as a listener. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for tuning in every week. Or even if you're just trying to catch up on, on older episodes, which is also a great way to do it. I binge listen to everything in two. But we just we just really appreciate you listening. And we would want to hear more from you. So hit us up on, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you want. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. I guess one last thing is, if you're at all interested, we all just bought our badges to go to Gen Con 21 in Indianapolis in September. Um, so if you're planning on going to that, let us know and maybe we'll meet up. It'd be great. Um, other than that, again, thank you for listening. And we hope you listen in next week for the next Will Save Wednesday. Kevin, out.